where the dope. I got a gock and a can with a scope. She gave me hell when I was the dope. Champagne. Toast. Yeah, leave that boy hoodie like Pope. I, I, I get the grit and I'm talking about toast. Them boy catch him lacking, I know he gon' fold. That boy just a troll. To, yeah, uh, I'm already knowing. Guess it happened cause she already hoeing. Drinking my cup and this shit is too poet. I'm too cold, I walked in and it's snowing. Hating on me, but that boy just coping. Haters. She saw my dick cause I'm top five. Feeling like I got a top nine. There's a little great do my cha 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 cha. Welcome back to episode of the List Why You Should Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourage you to listen to Why You Should, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, nigga? Me or Google? That mind you that right now. Please be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back against new content. Knock your fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you. I love. Now have a good day at work, sweetie. Mwah. Oh, yeah. Look at this microphone being stupid, being wonky. Look at you. <laughs> Goofy-ass microphone being wonky. Wonky's a funny word. All right. I, uh, if you're new around here, um, we have uh, Patreon, patreon.com backslash potty mouth. Go to the Patreon. Uh, go support. We got a lot of new content coming your way very soon. I'm currently recording and editing a lot of shit. I wanted to roll it out uh, this month at the top of the month, but you know, things happen with my professional work life, and I haven't had it as much time as I thought I would. Um, but it is what it is, and I'm still working, and I'm still working towards it. Uh, yeah, this is episode episode 130, right? This is episode 130 of the List of Watching Podcast, right? Have I done 130 of these? Actually, I think I might have done more, but they took them down. Yeah, this is episode 130. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's currently, what time is it? It's 5.30 a.m. I just got to phone my homegirls. Fucking, here's the thing about having women friends. Women Having women friends is so fucking wonky. Wonky might be the name of this episode. Having women friends is so fucking wonky. Because it's, it's this weird middle ground of like, yo, we not fucking, but also I got to listen to you. And I got to like hear you out and like, like let's see your opinion. It's like, ew, shut up. <laughs> so I, I three three of my close women friends called me tonight. Three of them. Uh, Leah called me. Y- y'all know Leah. Leah's been on the podcast. Now, actually, I call Leah. I'm lying. So what happened, what happened was, I, first of all, I'm, I'm, I, there's a lot to happen tonight. It's 530. Haven't slept yet today, but there's a lot to happen tonight. So I'm gonna get to it, but let me talk about my women first. First, so I was supposed to go out. I, I, I was, I wanted to link Leah tonight. So I was like, yo, Leah, where you at? She was like, I'm at a bar down West where she always in West Philadelphia when she lives in North Philly. I'm like, why are you down West all the time? Um, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna link you. Um, she sent me the low and I, once she sent me the low, I was like, I'm not linking you, but you got to pretend you are. So she had called me on some shit, and I was like, hold on, I'm going to call you back to pretend like, no, I was getting ready. I was not getting ready. I was sitting around here trying to set up this podcast. at This is like 12. I didn't, re- I started, I didn't start recording until 5 because um, I'm an idiot. Uh, so she lay, so we got on the phone. Me and her was rapping. She was like, Dommy, I'm horny. Because I said, what you want me to do about it? She's like, just listen. The guy, she, she's fucking some nigga that uh, it's not good for her. He's a terrible guy. Um, and she was like, he he, he 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 supposed to come down tonight and blow my back out. I just want some penis. And I was like, yo, play with yourself, my nigga. What you, huh? It's like, shut the fuck up. So that was call number one with one of my women friends. Then my other, and then, and then my other homegirl, Jazz, she called me. And she was like, Dom, guess what? Which I was like, what? She was like, guess. I was like, what? She was like, guess. I was like, what? She's like, I had sex. I was like, okay. 
Big fucking whoop, nigga. I have sex all the time. All the time I have sex. Um, I don't know why this is. I don't know why this is in the uh, breaking news. I don't know why you called me like it was a scene, like it was CNN. She called me like she got shot. Like first of all, for Jazz, Jazz, Jazz from New York. So she was a. Uh, so she's currently in New York right now, and um, she was walking to the bodega. Is what they call it because it's not a poppy store. She she walking to the bodega, and I never seen somebody walk into a poppy store so fucking happy before. I was like, you two sided. So me and her talked on the phone for hours. And then Kenny got on the Kenny got on the phone on a three way. We was on the phone for like an hour. I I my women friends are the reason this podcast is gonna be late. That's number one. Also, the the second reason this podcast is gonna be late. First of all, it was late. It's already late a day. And it's late a day because I had to work Monday and Tuesday. I never have to work Mondays and Tuesdays. Mondays and Tuesdays are my like my sanctuary days. Those are like days for me, days for Damo. Nah, it's not what happened. It was not a day for Damo. It was not. It, it was not a Damo day. It was not Damo day. If I die, if I die like prematurely, if I die young, just pick a day. With microphone work, okay. Just pick a day, whatever day I want it. Just pick a day, and then just call that day Damo day. I don't. I don't care what day it is. It doesn't. That doesn't matter to me. But y'all need to pick a day, and that day is Damo Day. And y'all just be in on, on Damo Day. Y'all just post some of my favorite things I've said. You know what I mean? Everybody just posts a thing I said. But I work Monday, Tuesday, and last night, Tuesday night, I started to record this podcast, and then uh, I realized I was very tired from work, and I was like, "This shit does not sound good. Uh, this shit sound horrendous. I am not. I'm not potting." And I was like, I ain't gonna put that out. That's usually it's usually when that happens, like I did the other time. Um, I just I just do the first hour, then I do a second hour, like I did last week. And then um, I was like, that. But the first hour I did last night, which is not good. So I was like, I'm not even gonna give y'all a half good hour. I'm just like, I'll just give y'all a full good one hour. This this week, it might be more, it might be less. Who knows? Um, I mean, y'all know because y'all have clicked on it. But yeah. Uh, Motherfucking microphone going crazy right now, yo! I this yo my bootleg setup is going crazy. It's not really a bootleg setup. Like I have very expensive equipment. Why is my expensive equipment malfunctioning? No, why? Because I don't take care of it. Kids, do not do your wires. How I do my my wires just be all over the place? They just be wiring. But uh, what happened? Okay, I'll say. So tonight I went to the Yeet show. Um, Yeet played the show at the Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia. Um, uh, it was a I have a lot. I have a lot of takeaways about the Yeet show. Number one, um, I do not know a lot of Yeet music. I don't. I thought I did, but I don't. I, I thought I, I thought I knew a lot of Yeet music because I got like four or five of his songs on like a playlist I listen to, and I thought that would be enough because some I've listened to like albums of his. I listened to like Two Alive, you mean, and the other one, Up to Me. I've listened to both of them. Um, and I just, you know, and I thought I knew more of his music, but then they started playing some joints and I was like, I don't know any of these, but the ones I knew, I sung very aggressively. And here's what I'm learning. Going to a concert of a guy that you're not a super fan of is very awkward. Like if you don't, if you don't know every song at the concert, then like, why are you there? That's kind of of how I felt tonight. Like I wanted to go and then I got there and I realized I know half the music and I feel like a poser. I feel like a, I feel like a poser. Like damn, I don't know enough of this music. 
But even, it was a vibe, though. It was a vibe. Like, you know, um, me and Cam, me and Cam, we moshed for a little bit. I moshed for a little bit. Let me make that very clear. I moshed for all of two and a half songs. Literally, like, two and a half songs. So we, the way they did it, it was weird. It was like a gate to separate, like, people that just wanted to stand and people wanted, and people that wanted to mosh. So me and Cam hopped, which we did not have to do, is what I learned. We did not have to hop the gate. We could have walked around, which is hilarious to me because we hopped the gate as if it was like the only way to get to the mosh pit when it clearly it was not. We could have just walked a, a, around, but we hopped it and made us made us. Bro, me and Cam, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, both of us respectively. You know, I don't know. It depends on the shoe. Um, respectively, 250 plus. We big niggas. Why the fuck are we hopping gates at a Yeet concert when there's 17-year-olds around? Don't know, but we did it. But we fucking did it. And we hopped it, and then, like, we hopped into the mosh immediately. And I was vibing. The mosh was a vibe. I'm like, ah, yes, I get to push 17-year-olds around. But as I'm pushing 17-year-olds around, I feel like a gaggle of them. A, <laughs> a, a gaggle of underage kids. Jump me. I was looking for the word just now that that silence was. They jumped me. That's what it was. A, it was a, they jumped me in like we was in a gang. Niggas, niggas, niggas crowded me and pushed me back. Now, if, if you, if you, if you've been to like a rap show, Maj, at a certain point, everybody does the things like we're in like a 2013, uh, <laughs> a 2013 Chicago drill music where like you, you throw your arms out and you lean back. And when that happens, the people behind you are supposed to catch you. That's just common knowledge. That's what's supposed to happen. People are supposed to catch you. Nobody caught me. Nobody caught me. I fell. I did that, and I fell. I was doing that. I was doing the, the, the fallback thing, and people were catching me at first. And then I think they was like, yo, this nigga heavy and moved. <laughs> and once they moved, more people started to do that, do that against me. Like He was throwing it back on me, also doing the same thing, like the 2013 Chicago drill music arms out fallback thing. Niggas start doing that on me, and now I'm falling. I'm hit, I hit the ground. Which was very embarrassing because now 17-year-old kids are like, like, bro, are you good? Are you, are you good, bro? 17-year-old white kids from Bucks County are like, bro, are you good? Bro, are you good? Are you good, bro? Yeah, I'm fucking fine, nigga. I'm okay. Thanks a lot, bucko. I'm I fucking dry. I, I, had, I had shorts on tonight because it was, it was hot. It was a hot day in Philadelphia. So I wore shorts. And um, bad idea. Uh, don't wear shorts if you're going to mosh because... Shorts pockets are not that deep. I thought about here's the thing. I thought about wearing pants. I was going to wear cargo pants. I thought about it. Thought I thought long and hard about it. But I decided against it. You want to hear my reasoning? It was gonna be hot, which in hindsight was the best thing because it was very hot until I fell and everything fell on my fucking pockets. Like I, my life flashed. Uh, first of all, it gave me flashbacks to when I think I came on the pot. I, I think I came on this podcast to tell this story. In the summertime, me, Cam, Bikahari had went to a rave in the woods. It was this rave in the woods we all went to. And the same type B was happening. We was moshing. And during, I had shorts on again. Here's some, Yo, I should stop wearing shorts to mosh pits. <laughs> like, I didn't learn my fucking lesson. I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling the story again. As I'm like, I didn't learn my lesson. I had shorts on this night, too. 
brand new pair of Air, Air Maxes. I dig them, Jones. I've they never recovered. But I had on short and I fell. I fell and I hit the ground. And when I fell and I hit the ground, my and actually I didn't actually I didn't fall at that show. I was jumping at the at the rave. I didn't fall. I was jumping up and down, moshing. And when and the pockets weren't weren't deep. They were very shallow. They were not deep dish pockets. The pockets were very shallow. And as I was jumping up and down, my motherfucking phone came out my pocket. And like niggas kept jumping up and down as they should. It was a very I think Obama was playing or something like that. And like by the way. Say what you want about Shaq West, terrible guy. Mo Bamba still slaps. At that, I think Mo. I got. I got a theory about this in a second. Let me. Let me stay on point. My pocket jumped out. My my my, my pocket jumped out. Yup, that's exactly what happened. My pocket jumped. My pocket became a human or like a living thing, and it jumped. No, my fucking phone jumped out of my pocket, and uh, people kept jumping and stepped on my phone, and my screen was destroyed. And when that happened, the same thing, the same thing happened at the show. My, my phone fell in my pocket and I immediately, my heart dropped. I like, oh my God, I'm going to break my phone again. And my heart dropped. Luckily, I picked up my phone. My phone's completely fine. Thank God. You know, shout out to Allah. Um, it's Ramadan. Um, phone was fine. But then also my wallet fell. Had to find my wallet and I found my wallet. Once I found my wallet, I said, Cam, I'm leaving. So I, I'm walking out the pit, and Cam is, like, g- going deeper into the pit. And he looked at me like, yo, we, go- we going. I'm like, nah, I'm not going. I went to the bar, and I got a drink. Yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, sipping, sipping a Long Island. Yeah, I mean, sipping a Long Island, sipping on uh, some tequila, you know, just vibing. I was hoping that because the bar, the bar was blocked off for the rest of the venue. Like you had to like have a wristband and say you're over 21 to get into the bar section. So I'm hoping like some 21 year old plus chicks who could drink would walk over to the bar and I would chat them up. You mean maybe be like, yo, I also love you. You know, my my money, big body, my money, Tonka. You know, hopefully I would get some of that off. No, that's not what happened. Um. But and the show was surprisingly short. Like the doors opened at eight thirty. Me and Cam got there around like I want to say nine ten ish. We were there for all of I want to say ten minutes before he went on stage, and then he went on stage, and then he did about maybe maybe thirty thirty minutes of music, and then the show was over. It was a very short show. Like a dis- it was almost disgustingly short. And then um, after after we uh, after the show was over, I was like, "Cam, we outside." He was like, "Nah, I've been moshing. My shirt is too wet," which pissed me off a little bit because I'm like, "Damn, this, the night's still young." I came outside for an hour. That's it. That's all we get tonight, and that was it. I came home, but I have a few take. I have a two. I have a few takeaways from the Eat Show. I have a few takeaways from the Eat Show. Um, number one, I've never seen. I've never seen so many glazers. You know, gather one place. It was, it was, it was a gaggle of glazers. It was a gathering of glazes. That's what it was. It was just like I seen so many like niggas wearing turbans. Why the fuck you got a turban on? I get he wearing, but why you wearing one? This is some elite glaze you giving up right now. Why the fuck do you have a turban on? I get why he got a turban on. That's his thing, right? But you. 17-year-old kid from Bucks County. Why do you have a turban on right now? Um, it was a lot. It was it was a lot of like like you know he be wearing like the knit shiesties, a lot of knit shiesties around. Um, crazy crazy vibe niggas was giving up. A lot of glazes. Um, 
and like I said, the, 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 one of the other things was, don't go to a concert if you don't know all the music from the guy, because it's very awkward. It's a very awkward experience for me. Like, I knew a few songs. Like, the one Joe's like, hey, hey, what a problem. When that came on, I wasn't moshing at that point, but I was standing to the side doing, like, major rapping hands. And I was like, <laughs> I, I can give you a visual representation, a visual of what just happened. Go watch the YouTube video whenever this comes out to, to see what I'm doing. So, right, I kind of went like... <laughs> I kind of, like, I had a drink in my hand, right? So the drink was in my hand, and I was like, hey, hey, where the problem at? I'm spinning on the person. Like, it's a laundromat. It's playing with my will. I see a lumberjack. I just touched the end, but I doubled it. I was just doing, like, crazy rapper hands, trying to look cool for 17-year-olds. Also, um, I don't I don't want to go to all ages show them. No also, I don't think I want to go to rap shows no more. The next show I would like if... I think next show that I will the next show I will want to attend is probably a Brent a Brent Fire show some shit like that because I know a lot of Brent music like almost all of it and I think that will be a very fun experience. Also, it's gonna be women there. Not enough. It was no bitches there. No bitches. It was no. It was no bitches. The only bitches I saw at the Yee show were with niggas, and their bitch and 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 those bitches was very disappointed in their men. No bullshit. So. The tour bus was like parked outside and like, cause ain't no back door at the Brooklyn Bowl. There's no back, there's no back door. So everybody had to come out the side door or whatever. And like everybody knew where there was gonna come outside. So they was like waiting for him to come outside. And uh, there was, apparently this guy named September's Rich. I've heard him on a few Yee songs. I don't listen to his music, but he's like, you know, whatever. But he had came outside. Now, mind you, September's Rich, he didn't even, he might've opened up, but he wasn't even like, he wasn't even like the, the main attraction. He was just like Yee sidekick. When he came outside, the amount of glazing that took place for that man was insane. Like niggas, niggas was gathering around the motherfucking um. Niggas gathered, niggas gathered around the joint, around the joint ski bop, right? Niggas is a, the gate. That that's I was I I was I I was fine. I was looking so hard. I went to the depths of my memory to try to find that word, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> The fucking gate. Niggas gathered around the gate. It was like September, September's, September's. Ooh, ooh, Chavo. It was giving that type beat up. And like I'm like looking at I'm I'm looking at the gate and I'm like, yo, show me one bitch. Show me, show me just one bitch. Show me this one woman. That's all I want to see. Just one. It was one woman at that gate. And like I said before, she was with her boyfriend. And her boyfriend was telling her, yo, September's. And I can visually see in her face the ick she got because the man who dick she be glazing was glazing another grown man. And I can see that that relationship ended tonight. I don't know, but that relationship ended tonight for sure. Um, yeah, no. Uh, do I regret calling out a word to go to that Yeet show? A little bit. A little bit. Yes. I regret going, I don't, know. I'm lying. I don't regret calling out because it was good to get a day off. I hadn't had a day off in like five days. Like I worked, I'm like, I had off last Saturday, but it was like, I worked, literally, I went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was off Saturday. Then I worked Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I was like, I needed a day off again. Like I needed one. But also I got like a long weekend coming up because I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I'm hope hopefully I can get a lot of work done. But I always say that and don't get no work done on my off days. I just sit around. But I get paid this week. So hopefully I'll be more like, you know, motivated to do stuff. Um, yeah, it is, man. 
that was uh it was it was interesting it was an interesting experience to say the least you know to say the least man um can i be honest with (laughs) y'all fuck okay i'm I'm gonna be honest i'm not gonna say their names because they might hear this one day but there is this woman who exists inside the underground rap scene who has a boyfriend and i see them at a lot of events and uh here's why i'm bringing this up i want to fuck this bitch Um, and every time I think she break up with this nigga to get back together, and for some reason I have a strong disdain, a strong hate in my heart for this man. Like I do not like him. He has done absolutely nothing to me. I, he's done absolutely nothing to me. But I hate this man. And I'm I make I it's listen. I get it. It's some extreme dirty mac, and I'm getting off. But you know what? He deserves it. He deserves it because why you got that fine ass bitch, young boy? Like I don't know, five eight, light skin and fat. I'm like, bro. I'm like six. I'm like six one, six two, six three. I don't know what depends on the shoe. Dark skin and fat. Like we like. I'm better than him. I'm dark skin. Colorism, <laughs> colorism. That's what I'm blaming it on. That's what I'm blaming it on. I'm blaming it on colorism. I'm blaming on colorism. Yo. <coughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all are watching. Listen, I think I figured out a way to go live on YouTube. I don't know if I'll be able to react to this live on YouTube, but I want to. And if and if YouTube take it down, we'll 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 figure something else out. But um there is this show called The Ultimatum on Netflix. It is one of the best reality television shows in history. Y'all, okay, I've said it many times on the show that I have this love in my heart for just shitty reality television. Like, just get 20-year-olds drunk and put some cameras in front of them and, and watch the watch all hell break loose. And this one has a pretty good, like, like idea. Like, some of them, the idea don't be that good. Like, like the premise of the show just be, like, it be off. But this one, the premise is on. Like, the premise makes a lot of sense. And not, I don't think it makes a lot of sense, but it, I do make a I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. But also, the premise leads to, like, a lot of, it lends itself to a lot of debauchery. So, here is my pitch on to why you should watch it. Watch it with me. I'm, like, six episodes deep or something like that. But catch up, and then we can all watch the reunion together. That's, that's my goal. So here's so so here's what it is. I believe it's eight couples. Eight couples walk walk into a house together. And one person in each and one person in each couple has issued a ultimatum. The ultimatum is nigga, you going to marry me or I'm going to leave you. Amazing ultimatum. Absolutely fucking amazing. Right? Either you going to marry me or you going to leave me. Either you going to marry or I'm going to leave you. Which it's a little bit like uh, that's a little that's a, that's a little manipulative because if you love somebody, why are you forcing them to do something? You see what I'm saying? Um, but I'm gonna get into that. Um, the catch is the catch is here's the catch of the show. Here's the catch that every single person, all eight, all sixteen people has another person that is currently inside a relationship. Every mind you. All 60 people walk in as a couple. 
But every single person in that house has another perfect match type B. Like everybody, everybody is compatible with somebody else in the house besides for the person they walked in here with. So the goal is the person, the unit person you came here with going to break up for three weeks and they're going to find a new, a new person and they're going to have a mock marriage. Basically, a free cheat card. You get to be with somebody else for three weeks. And then after those three weeks, you get to decide whether or not you are, you that person that you wanted to marry is really the person you want to marry. This new person you want to, this new person that you dated for three weeks is really your person. Or you should just be single. Here's why the show is really interesting to me. Because most of the people in their show is into like their mid to late, like their their early to mid-20s. There's like one couple that's like older, like they're like 28 and 30. But most of the people in this show are my contemporaries. Like I could like I could have been in high school with these people at the same exact time. Like people are like 20, 22, 24, 25, 26, 27. Like we could have been in school at the same exact time. And which and I think that's insane to me because. Being a 24-year-old, I couldn't imagine myself being married right now. I could simply could not imagine. To be fair, I don't really imagine myself being married ever. But especially right now in my life, like, I could not imagine meeting somebody and be like, yo, that person don't want to spend the rest of my life. I just, I just can't. I just don't see that for me. I don't see that for me. But some of these people do see that for themselves. And um, it's real interesting because... These people leave their couples and then like they meet this new person and then like they're fully invested inside this relationship. Like there's one couple on there like they are like they love each other. They fucking love each other. But they also have another person. There there's a there's a there's a couple who got put together because nobody else picked them as like, you know, Watch the fucking show. If you watch the show, you understand what I'm saying. I don't want to spoil it too much. But there's a couple there who who after after like the dating period and now they're about to pick the person that they're going to be in a mock marriage with these two people didn't get picked so they got like just kind of put together they're just besties now they're just best friends they spent three weeks together living in an apartment together just being besties and um the and the one and both of them were just out doing their own dirt both of them was out doing they would just go out and just they were just single they were living like single people for three weeks I'm at the point of the show now where they stopped living with that new person they met and now they moved back in for three weeks with the person they walked into the house with the relationship with and they're like trying to navigate, yo, is this what I really want or is that or is that other person what I want? Is this something I should pursue or should I like give this up? And I think the reunion show is going to be so messy. So here's my goal. Um, y'all hurry up and miss this shit so we can watch the reunion show together. And it can be vibes, nigga. Ah, vibes. Go go watch it. Go finish it. The Ultimate is my new favorite show right now. I can't really get into it, but I think that we can have a good discussion. I think that all of us can have a great discussion about it. And I think I have the platform to do it on. Um, I think I think I think I figured it out. So y'all let me know when y'all ready. Go watch the ultimatum. It's a great show. It's a great show. So you, so yesterday the pile was supposed to come out, and it didn't come out. Um, I just left y'all high and dry, and no, actually I didn't. I said I said I po- I posted in my story. Hey, I'm watching Ultimato instead, and when I posted on my story. Some kid he DM me, which I think is very hilarious. I just want to talk about this real fast, and then we go get into some topics on my topic list. Um, he fucking DM me and said, "Make my fucking pod, gang." 
I just think that's a funny way to like that's the funniest way to demand content from somebody. First of all, this is the free version. Like, I get the niggas on Patreon that be like, yo, bro, we're paying for this. Give us something. I get y'all. And I'm sorry to y'all. Right? Y'all, I get it. I understand. I'm on y'all team. For sure. For sure. I'm here with y'all. But the free niggas like, yo, where my shit at? It's hilarious to me. It's hilarious to me. It's 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 hilarious to me. Um Yeah, I've been um I've been on day naps a lot recently, only because it's like I be bored. So I get off work pretty late. When I get off work pretty late, I just be bored, right? So when I get off work, I just be on like the bus, I'd be on Septon, I'd just be looking for things to do. And I I be swiping. And I got I got a theory. I got a theory. I I I believe that the age to allow somebody on day naps should start at 21. I I think it should start at 21. Why do I think it start at 21? Great question. Um, cause what the fuck I'm gonna do with somebody younger than 21? What the fuck we gonna do? I feel like most first dates should have some alcohol involved at this point in our lives. Like if we going out and we gonna do something together, I feel like at some point there should be a drink or two ordered. Whether we go on bowling, I'm gonna order a drink. Whether we go to the movies, I'm gonna go to a movie theater that's over alcohol. You want to do some cute, like, putt-putt? I'm going to a putt-putt place that serve liquor. Like, whatever we do, whatever activity we choose, whatever activity we choose that we're going to do together, um, liquor need to be involved. So I don't get how people are just, like, how people under 19-year-olds are allowed on dating apps. Like, that's just crazy to me. How you want to date? How somebody who was born in 2002 on the same app as me? That's not a saying to y'all. Like, I was born in 97. I'm not that old. But, like, being born in 2002 and you just on the same dating apps as I am, nuts. Now, granted, as a person who was on dating apps when I was, eight, when I was 18, 19, 20, I probably should have been on those dating apps. I probably should not have been on them. Like, none of the bitches who was, like, 22, 23, 24 was ever liking me. Never. And as a man, as a man, we all know. We all know it. And like, if you don't play this game, then you're lying to yourself as a man on data naps. Every man on data naps does this one thing. We just swipe everything and then we go back and filter later. Every man does this. I've talked to multiple men who are on data naps, and that's how we all work because most of us don't get the same amount of likes as women. So we can't be as, be as selective. So we just like everything that we go back and filter later who likes us back. Or sometimes, or sometimes you be, you, you be doing the double, the crazy tap, and then you get a like. And then um you uh <laughs> you go see like you be like oh shit I got a match and you and you see what you just match with I'm like oh you want to know it's funny <laughs> the only times I've ever the only times I've ever been like approached first on dating app is from women who I do not find attractive like none not like none of the bitches who I find attractive ever messages me first on dating apps they never do it's always the ones I be like. She likes she has a great personality. <laughs> she likes she has a date, a great personality. Like me first. 
Yeah, man, we need to abolish young people on dating apps. I we we, we, we gotta get them the fuck out the paint. I don't I don't I don't want no motherfucker that's fucking nineteen on the same app as me. That's just that's uh that's a little weird in my opinion. It's a little weird to me. Maybe maybe I'm in the maybe maybe I'm in the minority with that take. Maybe y'all be like, nah. Some of y'all might be young, so y'all like, nah, Dom, don't do that to me. I'm doing it to you. Um, yo, I don't know if y'all know this, but there's a guy on TikTok who has been doing a a, a dance called the Chica. He 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 he's been doing the he's been doing a dance called the Chica every day until somebody becomes his girlfriend. Let me say that again. It's this guy on TikTok who has done a dance called the Chica every day. And he's done it every day. And the goal of the dance, and, and the goal is he's going to do the dance every day until he gets a girlfriend. As of right now, as of, as, as of the time of this recording, the amount of times he's done that dance is at 700 and f- 700, 700, 700. What? I can't say number 700, 794. There we go. Why did that just beat my ass just now? Why couldn't I, why couldn't I say that sentence fluently? Why did I, why did I lose the numbers just now? I, numbers, numbers never beat me. Did y'all know that one kid who had an issue like reading numbers in in high in school? Like he like he didn't know how to read like 500,000. Like it'd be like 400, 400, 400. Maybe I was the kid. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was me. You know, I was talking to Cam about the other day. Me and Cam, we got this. It's, it's this long running joke that we that we make. Um, well, it, it started on a Patreon episode where I talked about I used to get high and how like, and the joke was my dad lost me to the streets, and now like we, we just we've been pinpointing different moments in my life where adults failed me. Right, we was having a conversation the other day, and I was like. I was like, yo, Bill Nas the GOAT. And he was like, nah, we got we got Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I was like, nigga, fuck Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, he talks to me like he's better than me. Fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Say things simpler. And Bill Nas say things for my tiny brain to get him. Bill Nas just says things way simpler. And I love Bill Nas for that. Shout out to fucking Bill Nas. Bill Nas a GOAT. When the, when, when the race war come, I'm saving Bill Nas. Some of y'all saving Tony Hawk. Y'all got Tony Hawk. Y'all, that's y'all white person. When a, when the race war come, Bill Nye, come with me if you want to live. I got you, buddy. Um, but no, me can't have this conversation. And I was like, I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, bro, fuck Neil deGrasse Tyson. Bill Nye has a theme song. He was like, I don't even know Bill Nye's theme song. I was like, what? He goes, Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, I'm like, you don't know that? He said, no. I said, bro, we went to middle school together, and our science teacher played this shit. She played the videos for us. He said, you was, he said, you was worried about learning? I was in the back trying to finger insert name of a girl we went to middle school with. I said, bro, fuck that. And then I was like, no, nah, I was in the, I was, I was, like, I was like, no, nah, I'm brother. I remember I had a memory. I fought in that science class. And I was like, I was, I was in the back fucking fighting people, and I didn't want to fight. He was and he was like he was like yeah nah bro you a bitch I was like I ain't wanna fight that nigga I ain't wanna fight him and like the teacher should have stood up step up and says and did something for me but instead when I fought the nigga she sent both of us to the office I was like bro you watched him instigate this fight and now you sending both of us to the office how the fuck is both of us getting sent to the office 
And then the joke came about that she failed me. And that moment, I stopped trying in school. That was one of the first moments where I realized I stopped trying in school because it was it, it was futile. I'm like, yo, adults don't respect me. Adults don't care. But also, I have a theory. I have a theory, and this is this is this is this isn't as funny. Honestly, there's nothing has been funny this whole episode. Uh, <laughs> nothing has been funny this whole episode. I don't know what this episode is about. Honestly, I don't. But um, I have a theory that the school system is only ma- like okay, public schools. The public school system is only made for kids who are lit. The, the public school system is only made for kids who exist on either spectrum of uh, education, right? Either, like, the very smart kids the school system is just for or the kid to, like, have a fucked-up home and they're, like, one bad day from shooting the shit up. That's what the school system is made for, right? The school system is to, like, nurture those who are, like, really smart and really good and to help those who are really bad. But I think a lot of kids fall in this middle ground of, like, I'm not necessarily dumb, but also my home life ain't the best. And, like, if somebody will, like, actually reach out and, like, talk to me and, like, see that, maybe I could, like, help. I could I could try harder. So, but instead, but instead of that, teacher just demonizes and be like, you talk too much. I'm like, I'm talking because I can't talk at home. Or, like, I don't feel heard at home. So I'm talking in this classroom because this is the only place where I feel like my voice is being heard. Or, like, you know, I'm late every day, and you penalize me for being late, but I'm late every day because I can't fucking leave the house because I got I to gotta take my little siblings to school because my mom works nights. Like, like, it's kids like that who get the short end of the stick because the school system isn't made to, to help those kids. And I think I was one of those kids that fell in the middle. And I think that uh, they just didn't um, they, they just didn't do enough to um, provide me with a, a nurturing space where I could be myself. So I did drugs. <laughs> so I did drugs, and I got really high, and I had a lot of fun. I just stopped caring about school. I just I, I did a lot of dumb street nigga bullshit and did a lot of fucking drugs because the teacher didn't the teacher didn't the teacher didn't save me. You lost me to the streets, Miss Coin. By the way, Miss Coin is dead. She's dead. So we smoking on Miss Coin Pack. Would it? How wild would it be to name this episode Miss Coin Pack? That's that's a little crazy, right? Like she she taught fifth grade kids. Is that a crazy thing to do? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you would know what the title episode is. Maybe maybe the title. Maybe I decided the title is Miss Coin Pack. Maybe. I don't I don't know if I did. I don't know. But no, I don't I I do think that's a thing. I had a different topic I started off with before I started going off on that. I swear I did. It was a totally different thing I wanted to talk about. Oh yes, the nigga that does the chica dance. <laughs> it's a nigga on TikTok who does the chica dance every day until he gets some bitches. Until somebody will be his girlfriend. He has done that dance at this point for 794 days. And I wanna ask that guy. Do you think this is the best way to get bitches? Do you think this is the most efficient way to, because I feel like if you did just anything else, like this nigga clearly has the dedication to do something every day. Like I don't usually, I don't usually tell people like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not usually the guy to tell people like you need to work out to get bitches. I do feel like you can be fat and get bitches, but I don't think it's a fat thing. I think it's maybe a self-confidence thing. And I think maybe if you like worked out every day for 794 days, 
maybe you would get some bitches. And I'm not saying that I'm not trying to be fat phobic. I'm not trying to say this guy needs to gain, needs to lose weight. I'm just saying that literally anything, if you would have said, I'm making a beat every day until somebody because my girlfriend, you probably would have got a bitch button. If you would have said, yo, I'm going to try and break the world record for. I don't know. Enter anything. If you just did anything else besides do that stupid ass dance every day for 794 days, maybe you had some bitches on your dick with that yee ass haircut. Like anything else. Like, have you tried? Was that was that the first option? Was your first option do the chicka dance every day? Because if it was, we failed you. We failed you. You should stop. Honestly. Like, I'm surprised that uh, 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 some woman hasn't just stepped up, volunteered as tribute, and just ended the madness. This man has been doing the same dance for 794 days, and his dick is still dry. His dick is still dry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. For over two years, over two years, he's done this dance every fucking day. Not a single bitch on his dick. <laughs> it's this guy I like on TikTok. I, I don't I don't know his name, but he gives a lot of controversial takes, and he's uh he's very like pro black, and I like I like a lot of pro black content, and um. He said he said something about sna- sample snitches, and I didn't know what sample sample stitches was. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care to learn it what it was neither. But uh, he said that all you motherfuckers who who mad about who mad about me calling you a sample stitch, show me one bitch, and I think that's the best way to win an argument. Like it, I, some of y'all be having bitchless behavior, and I'm saying the word bitch a lot, but I'm saying it in jest. Um, I, but I do think some of y'all just be having the behavior of niggas who don't get women. Right, I do think that women like, for as much as men don't like to admit that women rule our lives, they do, and I think that if some of y'all just got one bitch, the whole way you maneuver will change, like the way you carried yourself will be. T- if you just got one bitch, I swear to God, you would not be doing some of that corny shit you be doing. I swear to God, I swear to God, that's that's literally my theory on fresh and fit. Listen, if one, if when when the niggas in, when them niggas was in college and they was getting bullied in college or whatever, yo, you you being a grown ass man getting bullied in college is crazy to me. But they give me like I was getting bullied in college vibes. But like, if if one bitch would have just sucked they did, if one, if one bitch would have sucked that nigga, what's his name, Myron? If one nigga would have sucked, if one woman. Or nigga, if somebody, period, I don't even, yo, fuck the sex. A bitch could be a man or a woman. If one person, period, would have just sucked Myron's dick, I promise you, he will not be saying all that hateful rhetoric on that podcast today. I promise you. All he needed was one human, one human to be like, yo, buddy, you're worth love. <laughs> That's all he needed was one person to tell him that he's worth being loved and he would not be the person he is today. A lot of y'all be just be a bitch's behavior. It just be bitchless. It's like, yo, you move like a nigga that ain't never seen a coochie. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you move like somebody that desperately wants to see what a coochie looks like and what, what a coochie feels like, but has never been given the opportunity because you can't, you can't be cool. Can't be cool. Speaking of that, um, this week was a weird week for me in my life, in my world. So y'all know last week I started my Jack Harlow hate train. Um, I don't think I started the Jack Harlow hate, but I do think that the world, the whole world teamed up at one time and decided that we did not Jack, like Jack Harlow no more. I think it all happened at the same time. I think every, I think we all were just tired of the Jack Harlow propaganda because I've seen a lot of like anti-Jack Harlow rhetoric in the last week around the same time I dropped. I'm not saying I started it because that's that we real narcissistic to me, but I'm not saying I didn't start it. But um, so last week I started my Jack Harlow hate train and um, I went on wait, the Waving Red. I went on the Waving the Red Flag podcast. Shout out to my boys over there, Waving Red Flag. Shout out Eddie, shout out Josh, shout out Alvin, shout out to the niggas over there waving red flag. Love them niggas. Um, I did their podcast, and I had a take about uh, Jack. I said something like Jack. I'm like Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow is given is is afforded the ability to be weird, and the same way that black men aren't. And then uh, Eddie, fuck you, Eddie. By the way, fuck you, guy. Uh, suck my dick, you fucking asshole. Uh, eat my boho. Came out and said, Lakeith Stanfield, who, uh, he said, black women love Lakeith. And I was like, I don't think they do. And my argument against it was, I think, like, I think, honestly, I think my argument against it is, like, I don't I don't think no young hoes is out here, like, ooh, Lakeith Stanfield. I think that's strictly, like, a 28-plus bitch thing. Like, if you 28-plus, you probably love Lakeith Stanfield. If you anything younger than that, you probably like, who? Jack Harlow. But I said that, and then I don't even know how I ended the video, but apparently the one woman commented. She commented something that I found absolutely hilarious. Let me find the comment because I screenshotted it because I thought it was hilarious. I screenshot things I think is, I, I screenshot things I think are, I screenshot things I think are funny, um, as we all should, and then just to never use them, just to never use the thing. Where is the tweet? I tweeted it out. Uh, she said, why is black women always at the top of the discussion on these podcasts? Can y'all talk about what y'all can do as black men to better yourselves? LOL. Like, damn, can black women live? The dude in the middle, I was the dude in the middle, uh, trying to find every excuse in a book to hate on us, shaking my head. She obviously doesn't know me. Um, I love black women. Absolutely adore, love and adore black women. Black women are the light of my soul. I've only dated black women. I hate crackers. Like, for her to even say this to me was absolutely insane. So I just responded with comedy because I'm like, obviously she has a preconceived notion about black men in podcasting, and I can't change that. Niggas like Fresh and Fit has ruined it for Yo, niggas like Fresh and Fit has ruined it for all of us. Like, she only commented this. No, hold on. Let me, I'm going to save off on that. I'm going I'm to save off on that. To which I responded to her comment. She said, I love everyone except you. I hope you get bad bugs. To which she said, LOL, bye, coon, and, and sent a coon emoji. And that hurt my feelings. That hurt my feelings a little bit. That hurt my feelings a little bit this week. Because I'm like, yo, I'm a coon? Like, I don't even, like, I, calling me a coon is like calling Jack Carlo black. Like, it's that's the total opposite. You don't even know how much I hate crackers for you to call me a coon. Like, I don't ever cake for white people. 
I don't cape for white people. I don't. I get on this podcast all the time, and I'm the, I'm so harsh on white people because I really don't like crackers. I really don't like them. Um, but then that wasn't the end of me being called uh, a sexist, misogynist, and hater black women this week. And I'm not saying this for y'all to go be mean to these people. I'm saying this because I got a point to make. Um, somebody, So on my Jack Harlow video that I asked supposed to this week, somebody else commented, bro, I'm not even mad at the take. I'm mad that every time I see you on this web, I, every time I see you on this app, you find a way to shit on black women. And that that, that, that was the second time I've been called uh, basically a coon in the same week. And it made me do some self-reflection, like, damn, do y'all think I'm, like, hating on black women? And a lot of people told me no. Some people said it could be perceived that way because of how I talk about my relationships with women, but it's never, like, it's never from a place of, like, I hate women. It's always from a place of, like, I date women and he's here and here are my bad, bad experiences. And I think most people get that, but some people don't have the context of me. And I've always said the internet is devoid of context. Like, the, it's, the internet is a place for content, not context. Like there is there there is no room for you to try to fill to, to try to fill in the the blanks here. We're going with our narrative. Like Charlamagne God always says, nobody cares about the truth when the lies were entertaining. The internet is a place for content, not context. Nobody cares a fuck. Nobody no nobody cares about that. So uh, I just thought I thought it was really interesting because I see myself as really pro black, and I see myself as a guy that love black women, but I'm being like. I mean, hey, I'm I'm being told that my that my rhetoric is super negative towards black women, but like I don't really see it that way. And I think it's because, like I was saying earlier, I think it's because niggas like Fresh and Fit has completely ruined the market for podcasting for black men. Like, I think that I think that I think that whenever some women see a black man with a microphone in front of him talking on a podcast, they immediately assume that he's going to say something super misogynistic, super sexist, super anti-black, like, you mean super anti-black woman, and and I think they just assume that. So whenever I say something remotely critical of women, it's like, okay, he's obviously one of them. We're like, no, I'm not. Like, that's not who I am. And 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 honestly, I don't blame black women for this. I blame Fresh Fit. Yo, I wanna I wanna spit on that. I wanna spit on both them niggas. I wanna I wanna I wanna grab them by his net and say, Oh Myron, if I was your father. <laughs> huh, that yeah, some of y'all don't get that joke. It's okay. That's I'm sorry. I'll be in I'll be in the politics. Um but yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's something I should uh I, here's my thing though I told I told a lady on TikTok Who said Who commented it I said I'm not I'm not gonna like Pander to black women either I'm not about to just Change my content Because some of y'all Think it's offensive Because then I, I, That would just be Disingenuine Like I could Every week I say it all the time Every week on this podcast I can go either way Like every week on this podcast I can get on here And be like Yeah I'm gonna go Super red pit alpha male And I can have 100,000 followers In a month For sure I'm sure of it because it's not hard to build an audience that way. It's not hard. I could get on here and just be super positive and super happy, and I could build an audience like that because it's not hard to be super positive. What is hard is being down the middle and calling things how you see it and not having a bias. That's hard. That's difficult. It's difficult to like give your real opinion and and have and not have and have that opinion be questioned, whether or not there is some type of motive behind it or, or like or like um you know is there is there is there uh is is there foul play here? 
that's hard. Because even I don't ever think I walk in it with foul play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a few weeks ago when I talked about Leah, Leah Thomas, I, I, you know, I talked about how I believe trans women are women. But also, I've listened and I learned some new shit. And I kind of want to tweak that take. But it's like, who I'm tweaking that take, take for? Like, and, and, and that's kind of my thing with the whole, like, me becoming Lacoon shit. It's like, yeah, I could, like, I've learned some new shit. But, like, who am I going to change for? People that never really gave a fuck in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really care about trans women being in sports because I'm not a woman. Let the women handle that. You know what I'm saying? Also, like, I'm not I'm not going to change my content because it's like, if you didn't like it, if you didn't like that one video, you were never going to like me in the first place. Why well, am I going to change? It was never for you. I know, I know this video landed on your For You page, but it was never for you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't just, I can't, I can't just be that guy that's like, you know, when you, when you try to, when you try to make everyone happy, you appeal to no one. And I don't want to be that. I'd rather take hard stances one way or the other, but I take these stances because I firmly believe them, not because I feel like I have to say those things. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I got, I got that issue now with, um, speaking of the trans shit, I watched the video. So I watched this, I watched a streamer named, uh, Hassan Piker, Hassan Abi on YouTube. He's, uh, I, I like, he's, he's a super leftist. I like a lot of his content. Um, because he's like he leans leftist, like, but not like he, not, you know, I'm, you know, p politically I'm a leftist, but socially I'm more of a, like a, 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 a fucking anarchist. Um, I mean, but he calls himself a socialist, whatever. But yeah, I'm not gonna get into it. This does not matter. But I say this to say that um, he's he has he has to take about trans women being in sports, and then some other people that I really who opinions I really respect and I really like. Abba and Peach, they reacted to his video and brought out some new, like, said us some new ideas. And it made me think, like, yo, Hassan might just be a guy who is saying things he feel like he have to say to keep the audience, right? Like, he has to always have the super leftist, super woke tape because that's who his audience is, and he has to, he has to appeal to them. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can get on this podcast and, and not say anything, anything funny for our I'm I, hopefully I say something funny today. I don't know, but I can do that because there is an expectation of who I am, and y'all and y'all tune in because of me. Like you know, hopefully I think I think hopefully y'all be like, yo, hopefully this episode funny. But if it's not, I think y'all cool with a series episode. You see what I'm saying? I don't think this episode series. I think they haven't been funny. I don't think I've been funny at all. Should I should I should I try to say something funny, man? I gotta say something funny so I can get some clips to to make people listen. <laughs> Oh uh, man, okay. One okay, one more, one more, one more, one more um serious topic before I say something funny. All right, one more, just one more, one more. Are you ready? All right, okay, let's go. Um, I think it's really interesting how women get to live for the woman gaze, and that's just socially accepted, but men. Can't, but men aren't afforded that same opportunity without being called gay. Now, let me explain what I'm saying. Um, I've heard multiple women across the internet in real life say that being complimented by being complimented by a woman means more than being complimented by a man. Which is them like they like they're look they're looking for another woman to validate their beauty in in a, in a sense, right? But when other men compliment other men. Right, it's always perceived like, yo, that's gay. Like you say, like you can't, like you can't, you can't comment on your boy's physique in front of women. Women are like, damn, like I like his muscles. Why you got comment on him? 
See what I'm saying? Like it's always perceived as like this thing of like it's 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 it's, it's toxic a little bit. It's toxic in the sense of like or example, right? Um if you post a picture and you, you got a bunch of friends and all your friends comment on your picture like, yo, bro, you killing it, you killing it, you killing it. Your girl would not hate your friends because she like, man, what, they like you or something? I'm like, no, my friends are just my friends and they're hyping me up as my friends should, right? It's, I, 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 think it's, I think it's a really difficult thing that men have to do. And I, I want to know why. I'm not smart enough to deal with, and I'm smart to talk to this. I wish Eddie was here because I think Eddie would have a great opinion on this. Um, but I don't, I, I do think it's a thing where like, I think that homophobia towards men is more socially accepted. Like we just like women can be like homophobic to more towards men. And that's just a thing is like, it is what it is. And I think it's because men are homophobic towards men. So it was like, well, y'all don't care. So we don't care. And I think it's just like, you know, it it is what it is. Like, like men do anything. If a man blocks a woman, he's sassy, right? No, bitch, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're blocked. But so I think that that's the idea of like we just aren't afforded that same opportunity to express femininity in a way. Or like I don't think I don't I don't think like and I don't think the idea of like a man wanting to look good for other men is gay. I think it's like they're my peers and I want to be I, I want I want people who I respect to think I look cool. You see what I'm saying? Like same way how like I think women like like to be called pretty by other women it's like same thing like gym bros gym bros want gym bros want other gym bros to like respect their physique because they know what it takes to get that and i think pretty women want to be called pretty by other pretty women because they because they it's the understanding like we both pretty but one of those is socially accepted and the other one isn't one of these things not like the other and i think that's interesting i don't know what i'm gonna do with that take I just want to put it out there into the world as the thing that I thought about, and we can move on. Let's get to some funny stuff. All right. Um, what's funny? What's funny to talk about? Okay. Um, I don't answer. I don't answer women drunk calls. Like if a woman calls me drunk, I don't answer it because they always are aggressively asking for sex. Like it's never just like. Hey, come over. So I was like, where you at? I'm at home. I want to suck your dick. Okay. Um, we can arrange that for sure. But like, can you lower your tone? Why are you playing with me? What you want to love me no more? Why are you why are you gaslighting me? I never said those things. I'm just like, we can plan it out. You yelling on the phone right now. Bah! And they hang up. It's always aggressive like that. It's no in-between. It's always that. This is why if I if I'm dealing with a woman and she goes out and she gets drunk, I'm not answering the phone. But here's the thing, you can't say that. Cuz you got to answer the phone. Because also women get too drunk. Women go outside on a, on an empty stomach. Women will go out women will go outside to the bar with full intentions to get fucking fucked up drunk and not eat nothing. They be like I had a french fry at 2 o'clock. Baby girl, it's 11 o'clock now. You have to put something on your stomach. You had a single French fry at work that you stole from your coworker. You gotta eat something, please, or you're gonna die. <laughs> but it, so that's why you gotta answer the phone call. So when they call you at the night of them drinking, you gotta answer because you gotta make sure that they're okay. Something could happen to them, and nothing ever happens to them. They just always aggressively calling you for penis. And like I know the saying, like. 
some I, I know a woman's thinking this right now. I know. If you call me when you're drunk, that means I'm your favorite. I know. Maybe I don't want to be your favorite. If this is what comes with it, call that other nigga. Let him deal with this. Because if he saw you right now, I don't think he would like you. I don't think he would like you. Call him. Call that nigga. I don't think he would like you. Because I don't. You're being very dramatic. I do not like this. This is not fun. I am babysitting you now. You need some water. No, I want to suck your dick. I don't want that right now. I would like you to drink some water and go to sleep. No, put that dick out. Like, women get super aggressive. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's no in-between with them. It's like, yo, put that fucking cock out, nigga. Let me suck on that wee-wee. Let me, let me suck on that wee-wee. Fuck. Oh, man. You want you, you to know what I realized this week? I want to say around like three, four years ago, the, st- the like the aesthetic that women went for became uniform. You see what I'm saying? Like I want to say like like 2014 to like 2016, there were different. Not even 2016, like 2018, there were like different pockets of women, and you could recognize them by their aesthetic, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like you can look at a, a shorty Instagram and be like, oh, she date hood niggas. You can look at a shorty Instagram and be like, oh, she like artsy niggas. You can look at her, like, you can you can look at her Instagram, peep her aesthetic, and see what kind of vibe a dude she like. I feel like the lines are completely burned now. Because I think a lot of women are going for the whole, like, you know, pseudo-earthy, I love astrology, I'm healing, I might talk about Chaka's vibe. But that's not really them. They just they, they all got that aesthetic now. They all got that aesthetic now. And I think it's the pictures they taking. Like, I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But it became a thing that we just didn't do no more. It, it, it's very, it's very like um, like first like, if a bitch had a tumbler, I knew I had a chance. No hood Jones was on Tumblr. Like if, if she had Tumblr and her Tumblr feed was like aesthetically a please if she had a Tumblr and and, and like her and her, her Tumblr feed was like aesthetically a pleasing and she posted like very like you know what I'm saying type beat, then I knew I had a chance. Like I'm like, all right, she like RT dudes. She don't she don't really want no street nigga. I got a chance with this one. I feel like that has completely changed in the past few years. Where I feel like all the chicks is kind of going for the the grown up version of the Tumblr aesthetic. Does that make sense to anybody? I feel like all the women are going for the the advanced. No, what was the, what, the, the oh well, here it is. I feel like all the women are going for this this evolved version of the Tumblr aesthetic. Like I feel like everybody's just like it's very uniform now. Where it's like all oh, y'all got plants now. Like like I used to be able I used to be able to go to a, I I used to be I used to be able to go to a woman page see she had plants and be like oh I got a chance with this one her bitches don't got plants in their houses I used to be able to do that now everybody got plants why you got a ficus in your crib like <laughs> baby girl why you <laughs> that nigga got a gun that nigga put a gun on your ficus. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.
fuck? Oh my god. Oh my god. Y'all remember how fun the Tibiana's game used to be? I know I talk about this a lot, but the Tibiana's game used to be. F- Yo, I don't know. Some of y'all wasn't outside for this. Some of y'all wasn't outside, but the Tibiana's honest DM like for rate days, top tier days, and Instagram fishing. Like it was, it was so easy. You would just you would go to one of those. To be honest, post pages, find the cool aesthetically pleasing post that kind of fits your personality, fits your aesthetic, screenshot it, crop it, post it on your Instagram. You will post it, and then the women that were interested in you will, will like it, or just your friends will like it, and then you would just do to be honest in their DMs. To be honest, you cool. To be honest, you cute. The to be honest rate, oh, my God. Yo, as a man... If she, if she said, if she, if she said, to be honest, you cool, you cute, and then gave you a rate like a seven, you were not cool or cute. You are ugly. She think you're an ugly fuck, but she's trying to be nice about it. Yeah, man. Everybody know seven was like the nice middle ground. It was seven was like I'm being nice. Anything above a seven, she wanted to suck your dick. That was those. Those was the rules. Also, you know what? The one I never got, like, like during the Tibianas, the Tibianas, you a stranger? I never got. That. I never understood what that meant, because in my head, like, to be to be honest, you a stranger meant two things. It meant like to be honest, you a stranger. Change that. What's your number? Lex exchange math, right? Or it could mean to be honest, you a stranger. I don't know you. Why you like this? I never got that one. To this day, still still drives me nuts. To this day, so it drives me nuts. But the to be honest game was such a I was I was nasty with it. I was nasty with the to be honest game. I used to play it first thing in the morning. I would post it up before school, post it up, get my likes, and I would do them on my way to school. And then I would get real nasty with it. I would do the late night, like 12 o'clock, you mean type beat, post it up, to be honest. You mean you know what the you know what was what was the nastiest to be honest? To be honest, I'm doing it with my best friend. I don't want your best friend. She about to call me ugly. Now you going to change your opinion on me. Don't do that. The Tibiana's rate game was, uh, was amazing. It was, a uh, what, what great days. It was great. What great times. What great times we had. Oh, sport. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. You want to know what's crazy? Uh, I forgot. I forgot something was crazy, but I forgot it. I forgot it. I f- I had a great joke I had, and then it s- slipped my mind just like that. It was on the tip of my tongue, and I and it slipped my mind. And I was I was going like try to like you know it's crazy my way back into it and just talk, but then I realized I would just be talking. To be, I was talking about Tibianis and rates. Tibianis and rates. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Nah, but the uv- nah uvu. Uvu, man. I think I, I think I got to make this two different clips because Uvu was such a moment in time. It was an era. Like, it, some of y'all wasn't outside. Some of y'all just wasn't. I'm making this two different clips, back-to-back days. Some of y'all just wasn't outside. 
Some of y'all wasn't outside before Instagram didn't have DMs. You had to scroll back to her oldest picture. Bro, we in 10th grade. She got pictures up from her 8th grade year. Why are you scrolling back that far? But you do it. You com- You like it. You comment on it. You say, kick, question mark. Y'all wasn't outside. You wasn't outside where you had to scroll back to shorty oldest pick and comment kick so that you didn't look thirsty to everybody on the TL. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. You was not there. You was not there. You was not. You was not there when you would get her kick. Y'all would kick back and forth for a few days, and you would ask her, "You got Uvu? What's your Uvu?" Then y'all would get on Uvu and chat it up. You was not there. You wasn't there. You wasn't. You wasn't outside. You wasn't there. You wasn't outside. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. I've, like y'all, y'all don't realize how easy y'all got it now. Y'all just get like we just get the slide in the DMs. Now we had to be creative with our fishing. It had to be creative. And the most creative thing we came up with was just scrolling back on our oldest pick and just commenting "kick question mark." I was talking to my homie Duff inside a, inside a uh, a space on Twitter the other day on a Twitter space. And he said some shit like, he said, yo, niggas that fell in love over the phone are weird. I'm like, hold on, you never fell in love on the phone? He said, nah. What that told me was, you never scroll back onto a shorty pick, said kick, got her kick, got got a oof. Y'all start talking, you find out she from Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> how many of us fell for it? How many of us, how many of us fell for like you see a baddie back in the day? On Insta, you slide, you 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 go back thirty posts to her oldest post, comment kick. You start rapping to her. You find out she live in Birmingham, Alabama. Why y'all think y'all about to have this amazing love story? I don't know, but we all did it. I was there. You wasn't 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 outside. You wasn't there. Not me. You just wasn't, you just wasn't there. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This this is not going to be the first time I do this. This is not going to be the last time I do this rant. I'm going to do this rant every year to let y'all know that y'all was not there. You wasn't. You was not outside. Y'all wasn't outside when, like, the shorty you were like, I'm thinking, like, y'all, you wasn't outside when shorty you like would invite you to a cookout, right? But it's a cookout down north. But she's like, no, my aunt live on this block. You get down there and find out it's not her aunt. It's her god cousin, sister, cousin. And now, now you out here with some people that's not really her family. You don't really know shorty, but you down Dolphin Street. But you outside because you like this girl. You caught the bus down here. You on a dolo mission. You put your best polo tee on. Y'all wasn't outside, bro. You wasn't outside, bro. You wasn't there. You was not there. You was not there. You was not You was not going to fucking cookouts and other niggas' hoods about to get shot for some coochie. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. And we was only 16, so she wasn't fucking yet. But you had a hope in your heart that she would just be like, I, I love this nigga. I want to touch his wee-wee. 
You know how you know how thoroughly it was just, just to get your wee wee touch back in it? You wasn't there. <laughs> Fuck. You wasn't outside. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, I'm about to play a song, and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, man. We gotta, we gonna play some music, and then uh, we play the song I made. I gotta put this out. I gotta T. Hey, yo, T from Blue Wire, hit me back up. I don't know how to work this new shit I'm using over here to put the megaphone. I don't know how to put the new podcast out. Hit me back so we can figure this shit out, my nigga. Here go the new song I made. It's called Bakery. Yeah. This has been an episode of the Listeners Watch Your Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to while you shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not good with that. That is a fact, though. Who can believe, nigga? Me, good. That might that I'd be rated, right, niggas. I've been your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in this world that every human has opinions and assholes, and I just had to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. <laughs> Prodigy has the heat.